It's so easy to feel lost in the world today, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the modern young adult you've always wanted to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am happy to be back from vacation. As you might be able to tell, my voice is not quite... (laughs) what I want it to be, Uh, a little raspy, a little low, uh, because I think, what, three days ago, just screaming on a roller coaster like crazy Um, (laughs) from a wonderful vacation, just got back from Newport Beach, California, one of my favorite places in the world with the best people. And I I can just say life is good. I'm very happy and I have so much to report on because at the same time as life has been good, it has also been chaotic, insane, very full, very reflective. I, you know, bouncing back and forth between a whole range of emotions. Saw one of my best friends get married for the first time, had both my sisters bring their significant others, one whom's engaged, one who's dating and Um, so just a lot of new, a lot of interesting things. And it's so, it's so fascinating to see how my brain like takes in all this information, all this stimulus and processes it and the emotions that result from it, all the thoughts that I'm having, all the emotional experience that I'm, you know, experiencing. And, and to be quite frank, it's kind of messy. It was, you know, messy. It was back and forth because, you know, trying to relax, but also trying to be present, trying to go back and forth with different people's agendas. You know, it could have been a roller coaster. And it was easy for my brain to step into this idea of judgment of I shouldn't be having this emotional experience. I shouldn't. Um, oh, I should be better than this or I shouldn't be stepping into the roller coaster. I'm a life coach, for example. And and. I always continue to remind myself in those moments, and the thing that I wanted to focus on today is that in the end, it's not about managing your emotions. It's about embracing them. It's not about managing them so that we're always like at the like good state, so to speak, that we're always at peace, that we're always just like flatlined. Like the motion, the movement, the roller coaster, that is what makes life so invigorating, so lovely, the opposition, the whole entire spectrum, that is what makes it worth living. But I don't have to associate my self-worth with that roller coaster. I can step outside of that. There is a difference in that. I'm not suggesting that we have to ride the roller coaster completely and that this is the way that life is always going to be, but suggesting that maybe this is what makes life so meaningful when it comes to our emotions and that we don't have to get like, I don't know, get whiplash from it, so to speak, in terms of the metaphor, that we don't have to get hurt from the wildness of emotion, but that experiencing it is what we want in the end. It's not about removing ourselves from the emotion. It's about managing it, like not managing it, so to speak, like we're in terms of controlling it, but managing it in a way that allows us to fully embrace it and experience it without it having like sort of like negative upon our self-worth. I don't know if that makes any sense. (laughs) Just spouting off, but I just wanted to focus on that with all of you because I think a lot of us, 
when we're growing up, you know, kind of as going from, you know, teenagers to young adults, like we've gone through the, a, a lot in terms of a, the whole gambit of emotions, depending on our life experiences and the thoughts that, you know, we've kind of adopted. And we like to think that like, oh, life is about like avoiding this. Like you just see everywhere that like, oh, I, I shouldn't be feeling this anxiety. I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel stressed. I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to feel frustrated. I don't want to feel angry with people. I don't want to feel depressed. I don't want to feel apathy. I don't want to feel purposelessness or boredom. Always running away from our current emotional state. Always trying to satisfy it. And as we get older, kind of like as adults, we like to think that that's totally in our control. And, and while your emotions are totally 100% in your control, it's not about controlling them. It's about, it's actually the opposite. It's actually the opposite about embracing them exactly as they are and accepting them and fully immersing ourselves in life that then we free ourselves from the restraint, the resistance to that emotion. So uh, just follow along with me. I know a lot of you out there, if you struggle with anxiety, with depression, with, you know, wondering if, you know, you're ever going to make it, you're ever going to get to that place you want to be. You have so much uncertainty or fear, so much fear that happens. Like, let's go on a journey together about how do we drop this resistance that we have to our emotional experience and how dropping that resistance actually makes us feel better in the end and helps us live a fuller life. And at the end of the day, you don't have to follow any of this. You can do whatever you want with your emotions because that is every human's right to decide how they're going to live their life. I'm just telling you that the purpose, the happiness, the thing you are looking for isn't in running away from the emotion, but in fact going towards it. And so it begins with this metaphor. I was at the beach and um, one of the boy, you know, my sister's boyfriend, um, you know, he like, I, I watched him one time, like getting into the water and he, it was just kind of, like so hesitant about it because the water was pretty cold. It's Pacific Ocean. It was one of the colder days, colder weeks we've been to the beach before. And he was kind of taking his sweet time, like putting his feet in and like, and going out a little bit and then coming back because like the waves would come up and it was super cold. And so he'd go back and, and going back and forth with this until eventually like he kind of got wasted in and then like, you know, like, and eventually took him a while, but I saw him like he got in, you know, I, cause my sister was like, come on, you just got to get in. You just got to get wet. Like you'll feel so much better. And I think a lot of us do this with our emotions. We like to think that we're feeling them, that we're in them, and that they last forever. And we're just like, gosh, like I just wish I wasn't like so depressed. I wish I just wasn't in this rut. I just wish like this thing would stop. I don't know why. And, and the reason is, is because you're only dipping your toe in and you're not diving head first into it. Now, I'm not suggesting that like it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel overwhelming. And I'm also not suggesting that you're just, you're just like, you know, okay, I'm going to go out of control and react crazy to this anger and like have a crazy outburst. No, that's, that's where the breakdown kind of comes, <laughs> comes to. And that breakdown actually comes from resisting the emotion, that resistance looking like, oh, I'm fine or nothing's actually wrong without honestly acknowledging the way that we feel because quote unquote, that's not the way we're supposed to show up. You know, a good person, a civilized person doesn't show up in this way. A person, you know, 
even a person in grief, so to speak, like shouldn't, should show up a better way or should, or I just came from a breakup. Like I should be over it by now. No, there are no rules on emotion, but I do find that if you feel like an emotion is lasting for longer than you think, it probably is because you are not actually listening to yourself. You see, I've told, you know, talked about this time and time again, your emotions are there for you. They are there to help you out. Your anxiety is communicating something to you. Your fear is communicating something. Your sadness, your depression, your grief, your joy, your happiness, uh, your misery, your tediousness, your boredom, any of those things, like it's communicating something. And so it is up to us to listen to it, to ask ourselves what it is that we like are supposed to learn from this thing. And I think you, you can notice this by seeing like, what do you want in life or what do you wish from life? Um, because behind every desire in life is an emotion. You know, you want to get married. Why? And you can list off a ton of reasons. And I would just keep asking you why, why, why? And behind that, why is an emotion? I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel like joy. I want to feel pleasure. I want to feel like I'm, you know, that, that love that is only known in that kind of relationship. I want to feel something. That is behind every desire that you have is a feeling. And so, and sometimes it's also running away from an emotion. I don't want to feel lonely. I don't want to feel like just like by myself or I don't want to feel frustrated or I don't want to, I just want to feel like peace or freedom finally. Or I want to feel like, you know, people <laughs> like, you know, don't think I'm a screw up or something like that. Like we're, it's either that we're trying to seek after emotion or we're trying to replace a current negative emotion is behind every desire. Okay. So I bring that up because as we know, your thoughts are creating your emotions. What I'm thinking is directly contributing to my emotional state. Of course, there are hormones, there are chemicals, there are things that we can't explain, um, especially you know if you're a religious person or whatnot, when it comes to what you're feeling inside of your body, uh, there are things that are just going to happen. I'm not going to ignore that about life, but at the same time, a lot of it is more in your control than you think. You have more of a choice than you realize in agency when it comes to your emotional state. And sometimes not in the current emotion, but in how you're reacting to yourself about the emotional state that you are in. And so I bring this up because if you have more control over your emotions, you can actually choose to think something that is going to create the emotional state that you desire. You know, removing yourself from frustration or um, creating happiness, that is entirely in your control. But when I say that, it's not actually about replacing your emotional state. I believe it's about the opinion that you have about your current emotional state. There's a book that I read while I was on the beach that is called The Humans. And the short story, like, or plot summary, basically, I'm not going to spoil it, but like, it's about um, an alien who has to like take the presence of a human body and, and on an experiment of one, removing, you know, certain human information so that they don't like uh, progress and figure out who they are as aliens, but also to discover what it means to be a human being. Fascinating read. It's by Matt Haig, one of my favorite authors. Absolutely amazing. But it's interesting because in the beginning, 
he like thinks of humans as like quite ugly and like very brute species because they operate very like on their emotions all the time and, and just think it's very uncivilized. And because he comes from a species that just doesn't experience that, it's just very like calm, like nothing really ever happens. It's just very straightforward and blunt, sort of like a Spock species you can think. Um, and, and so as he begins to experience these emotions, he begins to feel things he's never felt before because of the opposition. So he feels like, oh, like ugly or terrible or disgusted and things. But as he's learning, he begins to then embrace like love and like, and his opinion begins to change about his emotional state. Yes, he still very much goes through the whole gambit of things with frustration in his mission and, and as well as like trying to figure things out um, because he doesn't know what it means to be a human being still. Yet his opinion about life changes when he begins to see that there's actually purpose in emotion, that in fact, the emotion is what makes life alive. Like so like amazing that all of it is what provides your joy, the whole spectrum of emotion. And so when he had, you know, like these negative experiences, he didn't like let that hold him back. Like there's a point in the book where like he like falls in love with this person and, um, but has to like separate himself due to reasons. And like, um, he feels that grief, that loss and, and that, that aloneness. But every day he still reminds himself that like, this is, you know, what makes life amazing. Like this is, I can experience this because I can do this and, and finding the beauty in all of it. And, and that's where I think that peace truly comes from when it comes to the roller coaster of emotion is understanding that there's nothing that has gone wrong when we are in the roller coaster. So like when I'm on the beach and you know, I'm reading, so to speak, and maybe I get annoyed with someone because they're interrupting my book or like the vacation isn't turning out the way that I originally expected. I don't go off the rails with saying like, oh my gosh, the beach vacation, like it's been ruined because I felt annoyed or I felt frustrated or I felt tired. It didn't turn out the way I expected. I, there's no resistance. I can just drop all that and just say, yes, I am supposed to feel annoyed. That's what it means to be a human being. It's what makes life so beautiful. Now, can I change that experience? Can I learn from that? Can I manage my brain and my thoughts? Absolutely. But when it first occurs, there's no need to judge ourselves. And in fact, that judgment of ourselves is only ever going to make things worse. So whenever you're in charting new emotional territory when it comes to your anxiety or something that you've experienced maybe for a long time and you just have this absolute deep desire to remove yourself from it, I love to remind myself that actually I'm supposed to be in the thick of it. Instead of dipping my toes into the water and and resisting and saying it shouldn't be cold, I jump in head first and say the cold is what makes the ocean amazing and my body eventually warms up. That's what makes it so unique is because I have that opposition at the beach of going back and forth between the hot and the cold, both belong. And when I'm in one, I don't make myself feel bad for not being in the other. And it, the same applies to our emotions. Of course, you know, you might actually, you know, really be facing like clinical depression or anxiety or like have a diagnosis that is going to be different, you know, as well. But I think this principle still applies in that, resisting that about your life isn't going to help. So why not love it as it is? 
because just because of the fact that you're a human being on this earth having this experience that no one else will have. That's what, there's a quote by Emily Dickinson in the book, The Humans, that he uses, that he reads, that says, like, that it will never come again is what makes life so sweet. This moment will never come again. Think about that. The very moment that you're experiencing, as terrible as it might be, or as joyous as it might be, will never come again. So why not embrace all of it. Why not dive in headfirst into all of it? You might really believe that, like me, as I believed on, on the beach, that like your emotions are a dark abyss. So there was this moment where I'm practicing for the swim run and we had to practice in the ocean, and it was terrifying to me. Like, just because you know, you hear all those stories about sharks, and like it's not true at all. Like, you know, the sharks are completely like not there where we were at all, (laughs) but you still think that, or you still wonder, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, I'm helpless. And it can feel like that with your emotions. And so a couple practices that I practiced while I was swimming over this, you know, back and forth over this thing with my mom is I just reminded myself what was actually true. When you are in the thick of it with your emotions, this is how you can practice embracing it rather than running away from it, and rather than thinking that you need to control the situation and learning how to accept it. This is what you do. First, get present. Get present with myself. And the way that I like to get present is I just like to describe the things that are around me while breathing. I focus on my breath. I know that's true about me. I am here. I am breathing. I am still alive because my brain likes to run off and tell me that I'm going to die or something like that. I like to remind myself what's present, what's actually true. I'm in the water. I can't see anything that is true, but right now there's nothing bad. Right now, nothing has gone wrong. Right now, I am in this water. Yes, it is cold. I'm using my muscles. I'm breathing. Yes, it is difficult. I'm exerting effort. I I can see the shore ahead of me. I can see that it's a cloudy day. I I know the time of it. it, it, It is. I am right here in the world, present at this time, and I am still here. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. Nothing has gone wrong. And while maybe something could happen right now, nothing has. And nothing happened while I was in that dark abyss. And that carried me through. That didn't mean that the fear went away necessarily, but it was less. It wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't this gaping dark abyss, like the water that I was, you know, swimming over. It was, you know, I was bigger than it. And I think that's really what it means when people say that they want to manage their emotions. Rather than running away from them, I think all we really want to know is that we're safe and that we are bigger than our emotions. One of the reminders that I always have to give myself when I'm in the thick of it is this is temporary. This isn't going to last forever. Just like with Emily Dickinson, this moment will never come again. That's what makes it so sweet. You will never have this experience ever again. So why not embrace it for what it is? That doesn't mean you have to enjoy it. That doesn't mean you have to like be toxically positive about everything. No, be in the thick of it. Be in the throw of it. Immerse yourself in it without trying to, and stop telling yourself that I need to get out of this, that I need to be away from that, that this isn't what the human experience is supposed to be. 
that's what, so I just watched this movie, um, Asteroid City, Wes Anderson movie, fantastic, loved it so much. I think, you know, every week I'm going to be trying to talk more about the movies that I love, so you guys can feel free to go check them out. Uh, Wes Anderson is a fantastic director that I love, and there's so many movies that I need to watch from him. Um, it's just like very quaint, very charming, super funny, super witty, but this movie especially that I love, the, the thing that I loved about it was that it was just a great metaphor for life because we're kind of observing this play, but on the outskirts. And that's sometimes how life can feel is that we are experiencing a play and we, we want to step out of it. We want to step away from the emotions. So in the play, this person, the main character, he's going through grief because his wife just passed away and it's very rocky. He does not know how to deal with these emotions um, at all. And, uh, and, and does some things that are, you know, questionable and whatnot. And, and it just can be like a lot for a person. If you think about grief, like to experience that kind of emotion. And a lot of people will wonder, well, what's the point of this? Like, why even are we doing life in the first place? Like, what is the point? And the character asks himself that he steps out as an actor and, and of, of the play. And he, and he asks like the director, it's a very meta, you know, kind of movies. He asks the director, like, what's the point? Like, I don't understand this play. And the director tells him it doesn't matter. Just keep telling the story. Like, be in the story. The, 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 the point of the story, like the understanding, the, the purpose of it doesn't matter. What matters is being in it, not trying to understand it, not trying to get out of it, not trying to be like better than it, so to speak. There's no need, like there's no point in avoiding it because the point is actually to be in it. That's why, I, I mean, I love the movie. There's so much more. You, you got to go watch it. But really the whole point I could see is that like, you like like the point of life is to be in it the the point of emotion is to be in it and in fact i promise you if you are in it it lasts less just like getting the water faster going full in as scary and intense that might be going all the way in you feel so much better you will feel better by embracing the life that is not trying to understand if there's a point or a way to get out of it and what you need to do to like, you know, solve the problem, so to speak. Emotions are not meant to be solved. They're not even really meant to be managed, so to speak. We can manage ourselves and so that we don't like, you know, aren't giving ourselves whiplash on the roller coaster of emotion. We can kind of calm the water, so to speak, but the water is still there. The, the point was never to get out of it. The point was never to separate ourselves from it because in fact, life is because of emotion. I think to be a human means to experience emotion. And that's really what I learned on this vacation. And, and what I had to remind myself over and over again is that, yeah, I'm supposed to feel the whole gambit. Yes, feeling better is 100% available. I do not want to dissuade you from that. I feel so much better about my life because of coaching, because of the thought work that I've done. But a core principle of that work is not about removing the emotion, but in fact about embracing it. We're not ready at the initial moment of like a hard thing, whatever it may be, your anxiety, your fear, you're trying to do something big for the first time and, and you experience a lot of fear or you have a lot of nervousness or, or stress. You're, you know, you're undertaking a new job or a new, you know, move somewhere, new roommates, anything, any of that change, you're going to have emotions. 
And the point is not to run away from it. The point is not to necessarily even fully understand it, but to rather embrace it, to accept it, to understand, hey, this is what I signed up for here on earth, (laughs) so to speak. I'm here as a human being, might as well do all of it. Might as well feel all of it because I will never get this again. How beautiful is that? That you will never have this moment again, so why not enjoy all of it? Why not be in all of it? Thrive in the emotional experience that you're in and remind yourself that you also are in control of it all. Meaning as in control, like you are thinking the thoughts that are creating this emotional experience and nothing has gone wrong for it. Nothing has gone wrong because the grief you feel, the sadness, the depression, the frustration, the anger, the boredom, all of it belongs. Because without all of that, I like to remind you, you can't have the rest. You know, without sadness, you can't have happiness. Without, you know this, without that opposition, you can't have any of it. And so why not embrace all of it? Because that's exactly what it's there for you. So that's what I have for you, my friends. It's not about managing your emotions. It's actually about thriving in them. It's about living in them. Life is about your emotions. It's not about avoiding them. And so I hope you can take that principle with you. I hope it helps you. And um, of course, if you have questions, reach out. Um, If you like this episode, leave a review. I appreciate it greatly. Um, You guys are awesome out there. I hope you know that. I hope you know that you are amazing and you have an amazing life. As boring, as tedious, as frustrating, as terrible as it may seem, just because you exist, it is amazing. That is what it means to be a human being. That is what it means to feel emotions. It all belongs And I hope you can learn how to embrace all of it because I would hate for you to miss out on the amazing life that you truly have. Okay, my friends, love you guys. Take care and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share it with a friend, and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at Caleb, the college coach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30 minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good. You are capable and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.